welcome to the Onyx Pathcast. It's me, hosting again, Matthew Dawkins. I think you're going to be hosting, like, all month. <laughs> host Eternal. I, I, I hope. Host Eternitas. I do hope that uh, there are people out there who can tolerate that. Because uh, if not, this is going to be a very painful month. Uh, yes, I am Matthew Dawkins, and I am joined by my wonderful co-hosts, Eddie Webb. Hello. Dixie Cochran. Hi. And Danielle Lozon. Hi. Last as always, I see. Yes. Uh, it, it's because, yeah, actually, I was about to come up with a reason, but it's I'd do it in order of popularity. Mm, yes. Um, I mean, you could, have just, you could have just said you do it in reverse alphabetical order, to be fair. No, uh, I'm a malicious <laughs> kind of person. And it's not even my popularity choice, Danielle, because, you know, I hold you in very high regard. I did a discreet poll with our listeners. Ah, I see. So discreet that no one knows about it, even though Yeah, listener. there was only one vote, really. And <laughs> I, it was I mine. Had, yes, I had some. <laughs> yeah, it was Eddie's, see? Eddie, are you a listener? Yeah, I mean, no, but yes. You don't listen to the Pathcast? What's wrong with you? How do you fill up your time? Uh, just kind of screaming into the void, frankly. Oh, okay. Well, that's similar. I mean, it's <laughs> <laughs> I get the same same uh, net effect. So, right. yeah, we are playing The World Below in this episode, and we will be in a few episodes to come. But I imagine, scheduling-wise, you'll probably get some nice interviews and episodes in, in between. Uh, so if you're not actual play listeners, that's fine. Uh, you won't have to tune out for the next few weeks. We'll drop them on you by surprise. And this scenario is called The World Below Restaurant Super Dragon X Tensei Continuum Phantasma Calamity Clone Plus Alpha. Yeah, it sure is called that. <laughs> is that is that the title of the original game from like episode seventy? Uh, uh, no, no <laughs> or this are you is just a adding words. I I have never gone back to episode seventy. Actually, that's not true <laughs> because I think that's the episode that World Below was probably first mentioned on. So I likely I was, did. Actually did go back to that and skipped past the... I think at that point it was just the Super Dragon Tensai restaurant, which we've spoken about more than the world below on this podcast. So it also had pro- Cooking Mama in it, I think. I think there was Cooking Mama, Uncooked, and... <laughs> Uncooked is actually a game. Yes, I know. Uh... So it was Cooking Mama. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But the Cooking Mama Uncooked is just... <laughs> oh, I see. Yes, it's like a paradox. But anyway... Uncooked Mama. Mm. Whoa! That's how uh, most mamas should be, I think. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's raw, it's bloody, it's uncooked. And for the World Below Restaurant Super Dragon X Tensei Continuum Phantasma Calamity Clone Plus Alpha, our characters are starting their journey just on the periphery of the vast settlement, one of the largest settlements in the World Below, in fact, known as Fortress. Now, for context, for listeners and players alike, Fortress has a name that basically describes it. It is something of a honeycomb, uh, in that there are many layers, many tunnels, uh, and uh, many defences before you can get through to the Emperor at the middle, Emperor Rook, who doesn't really treat with visitors, it can be said. Fortress is a rare settlement in the world below in that it has quite expansive ambitions and incredibly defensive qualities. So most people avoid it unless they have reason 
to be there. And few people are admitted to become citizens of Fortress unless you were born there or unless you have essentially made your blood and uh, killed something worthy of uh, becoming a tower of Fortress, which is their, their legion of selected knights, if you will, hunters in our game. This isn't what our characters are. Plunk, Breen, and Zaven are not towers of fortress. Uh, they have all arrived here at some point or other in the not-too-distant future because Fortress finally welcomed an establishment of the Kitchen Guild in its walls. Fortress isn't exactly known for its exotic cooking. Uh, mm. It's rather, I guess in our perspective, ration-based, rather mundane, a bit bland. Gruel is a pretty common ingredient, if not main course, to what everyone's been eating here. Uh, grind up some mineral paste, put some chunks of bug in there. If you can get some moss, that's there mainly for consistency more than flavour. And then, I don't know, a mushroom, perhaps? Mushrooms are the best. They are the best, but Fortress has never had a great reputation, or rather, great relationship with the fungi of the world below. Uh, this is a layer of the strata, the copper layer, where fungi aren't all that common, and those that are tend to be wandering around and quite hostile. So there's a reason Fortress has built up its walls, many, many layers of walls, to make this labyrinthine settlement, which, as I mentioned, you were on the outskirts of. And there is a reason for that. Because you are being addressed by an individual who you know quite well. He has wings carved into the sides of his helmet. They are really quite remarkable to look at. Uh, you you recognise his stony gaze, you recognise the bureaucratic edge to his voice, you recognise his bureaucratic face. Uh, this individual, by the name of Gira, is one of the towers of Fortress, and one was one of the first individuals who you had to basically cross before becoming citizens of this place. Uh, temporary as that stay has been. He wasn't terribly friendly then, and he's not terribly friendly now. I would ask you if you know what you've done, but I'm guessing you do. You're only lucky Emperor Rook didn't have the chance to sample your special stew, or you'd be suffering a much worse fate than exile. Thirty courtiers and towers with the verths. Do you know how long it took to mop all that up? Do you think the smell will ever dissipate? You'd be thanking Fortuna that this is being put down to incompetence instead of an attempt at poisoning. Well, you, you absolutely have the wrong people. There's no way my meal could have caused any kind of sick. Well, you see there, I must must quite, quite strenuously disagree, uh, Plunk, because you three are the Kitchen Guild in this settlement. Somebody and has impersonated the Kitchen Guild. Yes, that must be it. Or they poisoned it. Rest assured, the Emperor has no desire to have the other settlements of the Copper Stratum believe you're his agent sent to murder them. No. So, you head up, or you head down. But as far as Rook is concerned, you are banished from this Stratum entirely. 
You can yeah. go set up a kitchen somewhere else, but it will not be in Fortress. Oh, oh, but not even in the stratum, you're saying? No, the copper stratum. The Emperor's Reach is far. Oh, yeah, so you're going you're gonna to enforce that, huh? You're going to come seek us out? If we hear that you are present, we'll know you are here in defiance of Emperor Rook's orders. And yes, Towers will seek you out, demolish your kitchen, and then probably demolish you. You caused a great deal of embarrassment, all three of you. Well, this is because... This is because Breen wouldn't let me use her mushrooms. Plunk. Well, first of all, they're part of me, and that's rude. But secondly, there's... This place has shit food. Come on. We should leave anyway. We can find so much better. This is not a worthy place for our skills anyway. Yes, yes. This sounds like the, uh, the things people would say to convince themselves they do not deserve to be in Fortress anymore. He gestures with his right hand. A steward approaches, dragging a sled, carrying your assorted belongings. You may keep the sled and the things on it. We do not wish them within our walls anymore. And he leans in on you, Breen. Maybe your mushrooms might have uh, cut through the dish slightly to give it more flavour. But I have to say, I tasted it. And I don't think there was anything that could improve that slop. <gasps> Breen, Breen just squints her eyes at, at him and kind of goes like, So you tasted it and you were fine? Oh no, I had the worst backdoor hooping cough I've ever had. <laughs> I, just, I will grab my colleagues by their arms and say, we, we should go before I, the whooping cough returns. Plunk, Plunk just, while being dragged away, is like, you're going to look a fool when we are rich and famous and your emperor won't be graced with our... Delicacen or culinary delights ever. Uh, he is is never allowed to eat our food again. Yeah, <laughs> uh, could just walk away and slam a gate or something like that while you're. But, but he stands there, arms folded, watching your companions drag you off into a tunnel, hoping that you run out of things to say before you're out of sight. And I don't. Is... <laughs> Breed 1000% sticks her tongue out at him, her, her weird snaky tongue. <laughs> it'll be, it'll be egg on your face. It'll be corn in your cob. You will never what? get to eat our delicious meals. I'm going to corn your cob. <laughs> <laughs> when, and he calls out, when, when you become rich and famous, like you're saying, maybe the emperor will send for you. He won't be allowed to have our food. We won't come. We won't come, and he'll be the laughing stock. <laughs> I can already see this now. This is going to be Eddie having to rein me and Dia this whole time. Yes, this is a very long tunnel stretching in a straight line away from Fortress, which really isn't conducive to the Fortress nature of this settlement, and yet somehow someone built this tunnel here. Maybe it's so that people could be dragged off at length. Uh, in... Just like this, <laughs> and, and and I imagine the, the acoustics of the tunnel are specifically to reverberate, so you can still hear. <laughs> yes, I I imagine that the artificers and architects who originally excavated the grand cavern the fortress occupies 
uh, when they built this uh, this domed hallway that stretches and stretches and stretches. It was so that the screams of Fortress's enemies could echo mm-hmm. back and forth and, you know, terrify any advancing besiegers, let's say. But yeah, in this case, it's just essentially uh, mockery catcalls and a bit of futile flailing from, <laughs> from you. <laughs> and finally, Gira has heard enough and summons his steward. They will be returning to Fortress. It is a long journey to get from where he is into the uh, settlement heart, but it's going to be a longer journey for you. If you cannot occupy the Copper Stratum, which, you know, you could certainly risk, uh, what you were saying there about, uh, you know, is he going to find us? Are you going to know where there? No, it's (laughs) unlikely. Uh, Unless they have used some sorcery on you to brand you and be able to track said brand, that's a possibility, but not for what you've done. You you, you aren't poisoners, you aren't traitors, you are, in the eyes of Emperor Rook, incompetent chefs, which might be worse, at least from your perspective. (laughs) Better to be a poisoner than an incompetent. Right. But, yeah, as it is... You, the, the world below is your oyster, uh, such yeah, as it is. You're on the sure. copper stratum. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. If you go to the right place, you might find some oysters. Um, and so this isn't the first time, of course, you've wandered the many tunnels and passages, climbed the cliffs and descended the chasms of the world below. You've had to do it before. You all come from different spots around this uh, vast underneath. Uh, but only one of you actually has a map. Uh, that has been up to date uh, or updated in the last uh, couple of seasons. Uh, indeed, for the last couple of seasons, you have been here in Fortress working the kitchen, and no one complained about your cooking until recently. No one. So, yeah, there is a certain amount of ingratitude to this. Everyone's allowed a bad day. Are they? Maybe then? not here. <laughs> well, not here. Not here. Uh, yeah, so Breen, Breen pulls out her, her crude map. Mm hmm. Um, and kind of points at it and says, I think if we go this way, we can go down to 10. Yeah, good stuff there. I don't want to go up because I don't want to ever get close to Tark again, if possible. Okay, sure. Yeah, Tark isn't really that far away from you in relative terms if you head upward. So heading down to Tin may be the best option. I mean, they always say that there are richer finds, especially in the form of nourishment, uh, deeper down. The closer you are to the surface, the more likely it is that you're going to consume something toxic. Uh, The only good news is the kinds of toxic spew that people consume in Tark, it actually looks toxic. It's not like some beautiful flower or fruit mm-hmm. that could be mistaken for a bounty. No, no. Uh, if you're that high up, you can see that what you're eating is is muck. Go down, and goes back to that word exotic. And there's all kinds of ingredients you've never sampled before, or you've just heard of, that is deeper down from where you are. Maybe this was an opportunity, just hiding in plain sight. Who knows? Hittering in the darkness. Indeed, indeed. And so, follow, you can follow the crude map, mm-hmm. if you wish. Uh, but as you walk, and right now you're still in the carved tunnels of Fortress, because as I say, it does stretch a long way. 
Uh, you can, of course, interact with each other. Your voices do bounce on the stonework. You can see the carvings of Emperor Rook and various other towers doing things heroic that are growing more and more faded the further and further away you actually get from the settlement. But, yeah, you, you, can, you can chat, you can make your plans. Well, I say we go down. Definitely down. What if we spend some time trying to find new and interesting ingredients before we get to our next possible stop for a while? Maybe Ooh, that yeah. will ingratiate us to them. I could certainly try to hunt some things. You can... Yes, yes, we could hunt some things, and then I could, I could figure out how to get uh, some good minerals out of stones. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If we can find a place with a little bit more fungal growth, I could probably talk to some, you know, some of them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, see, this is, this is good. This is good. This, we, can, we can prove ourselves. Which one of you is dragging the sled, or do you have it between two of you? I, I assume I am, because I have five dots of might. I mean, that <laughs> would be logical, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll strap it to Breen. Every, everyone, does, everyone does a shift. Goodbye, yes. Breen. <laughs> yes, still possible. I'm not weak. <laughs> and now you're out of the hewn tunnels. It's a pretty clear demarcation. The alcoves, uh, carved archways and such above you are no longer present. You are now in a narrow but widening uh, cavern with the thick copper seams that have gone unmined, or perhaps they replenished during the most recent chaos storm, uh, littering the place, actually giving off a glowing orange in places, glowing green in others, uh, iridescence to the room. There's no fungi in here to provide luminescence, nor are there any uh, sunflies, but the, the metal ores themselves give everything a slightly sickly tinge. Could I ask from Breen, as you are taking on the role of navigator right now, just mm -hmm. to see, uh, we'll go look at our first action of the game, shall we? Mm. And it's a nice simple one, hopefully. Uh, we're going to be looking, I think, at survival and cunning, if... Uh, actually not cunning, that would imply a sort of quick reaction. Survival and intellect. Uh, as you're studying a map, and I believe that map as well is going to give you an enhancement, uh, if uh, if I recall. I don't have the uh, thesis open in front of me, but maybe you could read what it does. Uh, yes, uh, plus one enhancement to navigation in the form of familiar references and descriptions. But if used in the wrong area, major complication. <laughs> Luckily, you are still in the right area right now. Let's see how long that lasts. This is actually my worst dice pool, almost. Oh, so. good. So this, this is why it's only a crude map. Yeah. I got one success. That's fine. If you got a hit, you get yeah. the enhancement. Sorry, one hit. I gotta get used to the new language. Uh, that, yeah, I know. Uh, I, I, get, I trip up on it occasionally. But, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm not sorry. No. <laughs> uh, some people who watched the StoryPath Ultra video, I did really like the term hits as well. So you could say it's a hit. Also, you but, can say the hits just keep on coming if you keep rolling them. You could, you could, <laughs> but, but we won't. Uh, so I might. You do, you know, <laughs> I, I'm not going to be the one who stands in your way. Thank you. 
but yes, you end up with two hits, gross, because you end up with uh, the additional one from your enhancement. Mm -hmm. So what I'm going to say here is, as well as the crude map actually being helpful and being uh, reflecting where you are accurately, uh, the enhancement can also uh, tell you the closest possible route to a descending tunnel uh, that would head toward Tin. Uh, so you don't have to just wander around looking for a drop that you can jump into, because that's a pretty unreliable way of uh, finding somewhere safe. Your Especially map... while we're dragging a sled of all, all of our... All, all of our worldly belongings behind us. Exactly. Uh, your your map does reflect a way up and down from the tin stratum. Mm -hmm. So that's good. That's good. That means uh, while you aren't necessarily the most skilled navigator, you can direct the group. Okay. So Breed will slither on ahead, uh, holding her map and softly glowing, so you can just follow that through tunnels. Hmm. Mm. Well, her mushrooms are glowing, you know. As you uh, follow the map, you can actually hear the trudging of footsteps coming in the opposite direction. Again, you're in wide caverns right now. This isn't some narrow, scraping tunnel that's shearing the scales off your arms, Breen, or anything like that. Uh, this is all pretty, well, cavernous, to, to use the correct term. Uh, but yeah, it sounds like there's a party of individuals heading in your direction. They're not attempting any kind of stealth. Uh, it's just a trudge, trudge, trudge. Now, as a group, you could choose if you want to hide, greet, draw your weapons, uh, or uh, do something completely different that I'm not anticipating as a uh, story guide. So what, what, this, what, do, what do the three of you do? Does it sound like humanoid footsteps? Uh, yeah, there is a one, two, one, two. Uh, it's pretty regimented as well. I think I'll pull back so we're all kind of together, but I don't see any reason to hide if we're this near to a settlement and, you know, sounds like other people's. Uh, Plunk and Zaven, you likewise can hear this noise. Are you uh, following Breen's lead here? Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I think Breen's got the right idea. It's like we're not going to hide, but also getting us closer together. So yep. we're not picked off. Makes sense. Mm. Yeah, you are still, again, relatively close to Fortress, mm -hmm. so there's every possibility this is just a party of towers that have been out hunting, or foraging, or mapping, and uh, they could be coming back. And sure enough, you can see up ahead someone with a sunfly in a uh, lantern case on a pole leading the group. Uh, and you can see it illuminates a thick helmet, you can't see this individual's face at all. Uh, wearing armor that, even for you, Zaven, would be much too heavy and uncomfortable. Based on mm. body type, you think a dove, so this person is probably more metal than, than flesh at this point. Um, and this is why the footsteps are so heavy. The band coming up behind this person, uh, they look battered, far more battered than their leader with, uh, with the torch. They've been through the mill and then some. You can see visible scrapes, uh, an open wound in someone's waist that they are trying to hold on to, but they have got that regimented march going. You don't think the Darv in front is going to slow down for them. Hmm. Hey, ready, he says. He sees the three of you. Stop! They stop. Ah! Quit with the whining. Are these 
Who are you? You from Fortress? Nope. Decidedly oh. not. Mm -mm. Then what brings you on this road? Hmm? Our uh, feet. <laughs> I don't have feet. Oh, I see a tail there, so that makes you a liar. No, we're, we're, we're going to tin. Ah. Leaving this stratum completely. Not oh. worth our time. Not worth anyone's time. I suggest you leave if you know what's good food. What? Food here is not good. And so you're leaving because of the food. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You we can't are, see we... the Darv's face. There's only two very narrow slots where his eyes should be, but you can imagine his expression right now. His eyebrows are probably somewhere in a thick mop of hair. Um, <laughs> and it's currently plastered to his head with sweat. Let me get this right. You're not bones. You're not bandits. You mm -hmm. certainly don't look like it. You've got a sled of your belongings back there, and you're leaving copper because of the food's bad. Yes. Yes, we're from the you've, kitchen guild. You've we got that food. correct. The one of yours is back here. Isn't that right? Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. I didn't give you permission to speak. You whoa, asked whoa. If, it, if it was right, and they answered, you, you kind of did. Why do they need your permission to speak? I'm leading them to safety, aren't I? That okay, but that's not the same as like owning them or shit. Safety from what? Ah, a bail out that way, bail, bail. Uh, head uh, too far off the hewn tunnel, you'll fall in some collied nest like these did. I rescued them. He stands up straight at that. Best avoided. I I kind of look over his shoulder at those people yeah. with a questioning look, like, is this true? Ooh, good. Empathy and uh, cunning there, please. Oh, I'd let you use empathy and composure. I know that's usually for keeping yourself together, but for reading someone else's, I would, uh, if that's a better dice pool for you, that, go for it. Yeah, empathy cunning is much better than composure, because I'm bad at that. <laughs> All right, Plunk, let's see how you do. I have three hits. Three hits. Oh, okay. So you get a good read on uh, all three of the people in Actually, this. Actually, I have four hits. Place. One of those is a ten. In that case, you even get <laughs> oh, a good yeah. read on the Darv's bo um, body language, uh, which is uh, pretty damn difficult uh, given his iron-clad outfit. Um, okay, so your read on these individuals is. They have definitely been in duress. It isn't exactly like uh, the Darth is describing. They are looking uncertain, as if to say, what the hell's he talking about? Uh, they don't appear to be frightened. They're not chained. They're not on a rope. They, uh, they're not being led as slaves or anything like that. And it's in a rare show of credit to Fortress, this isn't a slavery settlement. Um, mm. But he's certainly talking out of his ass when he's uh, talking about his heroism. Mm. Um, anyway, your business ain't mine, our business ain't yours. So we'll be heading to Fortress and you'll be getting to Tin where the metal's soft. Uh, I, I look at I don't know, the closest person to me and I'm like, so, so what's the real story? He looks to mm -hmm. the Darv. The Darth says, I'm walking on with my lantern. If you're waking back here to just chat away the day, well, you feel free. The Darth marches on. Two of the party struggle to keep up, including the wounded one. This leaves an elf rather emaciated, weakened. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it isn't exactly like he's saying uh, she's occasionally looking over your shoulders to make sure she doesn't lose sight of the sunfly lantern. We were in, we were imprisoned in a in a Vrot temple, not not far from here. You know those those Vrot priests. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, whole group of towers, not just him. They were assaulting the place, and uh, I think that I'm guessing that siege is still going on. They liberated us. Said we'd be safer back at fortress. Sent this, uh, well, nobleman back home. I don't think they can stand him either, to be quite honest. Um, it, listen, if you si- find any signs, any markings on the walls that lead you to Opernath, that, that's the Vrot Temple on this level. Do not go in that direction. Just avoid it and anything opposite because I c- it's, it's, it's abyssal there right now. It is utter catastrophe. Really? Oh. Okay, well thank you for the information. Yes, thank you very much. Uh, good, good. Uh, may may Fortuna bless you on tin. She says, struggling Fortuna, to keep up. Fortuna bless you as well. Oh, that makes her smile. brings a brings a smile to her face. Gain gain a momentum for that. We already have three in the party, but you that's going the extra mile. This is why <laughs> you earn your tips in the kitchen guild. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was going to ask for a momentum anyway because I met someone who is unlucky, and it ah. seems, <laughs> and that was a short-term aspiration of mine. Yeah, it seems that all of these people are probably a little unlucky right now. <laughs> Hilariously, <laughs> mine is the exact opposite, which is find someone unlucky streak. So I was just like, oh. <laughs> all right, yeah, I'll let you have the, have another momentum. That's what your generator is. So momentum five. Perfect. And so they disappear in the direction of Fortress, leaving you with the awareness that, not, not that you probably would have headed to Opranath of your own volition anyhow, it's pretty distant from Fortress. At least last you heard, Chaos Storms can rearrange the geography of this world. Something rotten, haha. Opranath, uh, in this case, being a Varot temple complex, is no one's idea of a healthy retreat. Uh, why the towers are besieging it, and what, yeah, what on earth is taking place there? That does sound interesting. It also sa- sounds like a recipe for disaster. Not a good recipe, the kind you'd want in one of your books. A fortress uh, recipe. Mm. Uh, uh, <laughs> a mold and rot recipe, yeah. Yes. That sounds delicious. Uh, I mean, yeah, you could probably make some, uh, well, you know, uh, there's some cheeses that live by their mold. So, yeah, you can you can venture on. You're not going to be getting close to Opranath based on your crude map, Breen. Uh, not if you keep following the same way that you're intending on heading. Uh, but if there's been any kind of collapse or if there's any danger up ahead, you may have to reroute, and that's when you may come up, come a cropper, as it were. All right. You uh, bravely marching on? Yeah, I think so. All right, lovely. Indeed. Okay. Moving on. Heading deeper. 
into the copper stratum, away from settlements, away from built-up areas. Uh, and there will occasionally be a case where across a great chasm or through some of the honeycomb tunnels in the walls on this uh, level, you might see light flicker past. That is either a lost sunflight or there could be a habitat, an individual cavern uh, housing one, two, maybe three people just hunkering down uh, ahead of the calm season. Tradition tends to dictate that you don't poke your head where it isn't wanted. You don't just stick your head in someone's habitat and say, hello. <laughs> um, <laughs> but at the same time, this one of the things uh, people have sometimes remarked about the world below is it feels post-apocalyptic. And that isn't the case. This isn't some kind of situation where everyone is out to get each other. Uh, even despite the terseness of uh, the people from Fortress and the fear of people who have just been liberated from Opranath, there is still a communal survival feeling here. Uh, this isn't dystopian. So if you were hurt, or if you were desperate for food, or if you needed shelter, it would be okay to essentially knock on a habitat's door and say, do you have room for three more? We can cook for you. Mm -hmm. so, um, so they were saying this is kind of rising above a dystopia, if you will. Uh, yes, 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 yeah. I would. Oh, but you've no. got to go down to go up. <laughs> right. Um, uh, we are not uh, rising or evolving, we are devolving. So, you head deeper. And this takes you to the mining platforms. Again, marks on your crude map quite nicely, Breen. And... The mining platforms of Fortress, while not in the settlement proper, are spanning one of the great drops of copper. Uh, this is one of their first lines of defense before you reach the settlement. Essentially, great sheets of metal are suspended from the cave ceilings. Mm. And rather irritatingly, with no kind of bridge between them. There's a reason for that. Uh, when they were placed here for the purposes of mining, of course, there were bridges. People were hacking away at walls, taking all the valuable ores, bringing them back to fortress to help build the settlement. Now, this chasm acts as a natural defense, and platforms that are divided without bridges is a pretty good way of stopping things that can only crawl from getting to you. If they're non-intelligent, they're probably not going to be using chaotic sorcery to vault the chasm. It you know, cuts down on pests, in other words. Unfortunately, it also means getting across them from where you are right now becomes something of a Mario level, because you can't just walk over them. There are gaps between them. Uh, sometimes those gaps are only a meter in length, sometimes they're two or three. Uh, so... This is what you face at this time. From the ambience, however, there is plenty of light. Uh, this is where this is a place where sunflies are, and you can actually see deeper down in this drop. It's more of a pit than a chasm, I should say. Uh, and this is very appealing to you, Breen. Mm -hmm. You can see the telltale luminescence of certain breeds of fungi that sometimes the brightest glowing ones aren't the tastiest. Mm -hmm. But they certainly add something to a dish through colour alone. And that's down in the pit. I mean, that's quite a drop. 
but it could be could be the start of a whole new recipe bag. Well, it seems like if we want to go forward, we're going to have to abandon the sled situation. Well, how how deep one? How many people could fit in this like pit? Do we need all three of us to go down there, or can one person go and collect and then come back? Oh, uh, you could all three of you fit down there. It's a pretty wide bottom, and it's illuminated as well because of the fungi, so you can actually see how far down it goes, roughly. Mm -hmm. uh, you're, you're looking at about 20 meters below you, so it's deep. Deep enough that if you fell, you'd hurt yourself. Um, but, yeah, if one person goes down to go foraging, um, at least the other two of you would have sight of that person. They may even be able to scrabble up the other side, possibly, although it's pretty sheer. I think we should have somebody stay with the the stuff. Well, what I was meaning was that I don't even know how we're going to get it across these gaps. Oh, I see what you're saying. I can throw it. <laughs> no. We can try that. Sure. I mean, you get one chance at that, don't you? <laughs> but, well, but, okay, but, okay. How much stuff do we even have, Matthew? Because I thought that we started this game with like very little in the way of actual belongings. Yeah, uh, this is your basic uh, life gear. So some clothes, some tchotchkes from various um, settlements you visited. You know, I've been to Delver's Hearth and all I got was this lousy t-shirt. And, uh, of course... Anything you're not carrying on you that's in your inventory already, so any armor, weapons, items, right. personal items. If you want that to be carried, then the sled is pretty much irrelevant. So can we, can we, how about we just shove the clothes into packs, put them on our backs, and mm -hmm. just drop, leave the sled? And that's, that's what I was thinking, yeah. And, you know, if we need the sled later, we can make a new one. Maybe. I can make a new one. How, that how is big true. Is the sled? It's about a meter long. It's pretty heavy. It's uh, stone and metal wrought. Oh. Uh, there's nothing wooden to it. Um, so it is fortunate that you've got uh, Zaven to have dragged it so far. This is a pretty cumbersome thing. Wood is all told a rarity. Yeah. And uh, while some settlements are wreathed in roots of, uh, from way, way above, uh, and those roots can be fashioned into wood and fiber, uh, yeah, it's it's a rarer commodity than gold down here. That makes sense. So my idea of, like, strapping it to Zaven probably won't work. <laughs> no, well, Z Zaven might, yeah, yeah, Zaven probably could carry it with his might of five, uh, to be honest, you may have the impression that Gira or someone in Fortress decided you should have the most cumbersome mining sled, because that's what this is. Mm -hmm. uh, there are plenty of more utilitarian sleds made out of bug carapaces. Uh, you know, hollow out a shell, boom, you've got a sled. In this case, yeah, you've been given a big lump of granite, effectively, to drag around behind you and, until, <laughs> until you get tired of it. Well, I think we've yeah. officially gotten tired of it, so... <laughs> that was the fourth member of the party. <laughs> we now get a lovely mon a musical montage of you imagining your times with the sled. <laughs> oh, uh, Matthew. Yes. Uh, what, what are the approximate uh, real-world measurements for the ranges in this game? Close is 0 to 2 metres, short 3 to 20 metres, medium 
21 to 60 meters, long, over 60 meters. So this is it within short range of us. Yeah. But you're saying that the, the, the pit is like 60, it's, it's like 20 meters deep, right? You said? That's right. And I can see the mushrooms at the bottom of it? Yep. I'm going to use my filch sorcery to Ooh. pick them from up here. Aha! Yes. Yeah, clever. Cut out the middleman. All right, I like it. So that means we get to actually explore some sorcery. So allow me to open allow me to open my sorcery draft. Imagine because I've been looking uh, yes, I've been looking for an opportunity to uh, trigger a chaotic retaliation on people. <laughs> I don't even know what that means because I'm new to this game. So this will be fun. All right, then. So I'm going to explain this. I'll explain this for the purposes of the listeners, but also the players. Mm -hmm. When you use sorcery in this game, you run the risk, sometimes remote, of triggering something called a chaotic retaliation. Chaos, by its nature, and in the clue is in the name, is an unreliable form of magic. Uh, depending on your surroundings, the items you're carrying, your prestige as a chaosist or sorcerer, uh, the better your chances are going to be, or worse, of uh, triggering some kind of retaliation that could create a creature, could make the cavern collapse, could, in could create a ball of fire. There's all kinds of strange, weird and wonderful things. Essentially, mechanically, a chaotic retaliation comes in the form of a complication. Uh, complications get assigned to the dice pool that you're going to use to cast your sorcery. So in the case of our filcher here, uh, to use filch, our, you're a silhouette, are you not? Mm -hmm. okay. You'll be rolling larceny plus dexterity. Now... I can give you the examples of... Well, let's see. So, mm -hmm. we have a chaos level on this, uh, this stratum of 1. That is going to add a minor complication to your roll. Okay. Uh, now, do you have any chaotic... Uh, let's say chaos bound, chaos... Uh, or any chaos rocks or anything like that on your person? I do not believe so. All right, then. Okay, so just a complication of one. And if you cannot uh, successfully roll your sorcery and buy off the complication, that will trigger a, uh, okay. a chaotic retaliation. I love that. Uh, a hit starts at eight, right? Yeah, that's right. Eights, yeah. nines, and tens count as two. I got six hits. Well, no chaotic retaliation for no. you, Dixie. That's like my best high school, sorry. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. think, I think we can safely say there is no chaotic retaliation on this occasion. Two eights, two nines, and a ten. Woo. That is uh, excessive. Yeah, yeah, but, but, but maybe that means I can pick more mushrooms while my, while my portal's open. It does. Let's have a look at what Filch actually does, because from a mechanical standpoint now, uh, usually you can buy essentially sorcerous tricks if you get additional hits. So, for instance, Filch. Additional tricks. Additional hits can be spent to attempt to wrestle an object out of another character's grip. Not really necessary here. Mm. Either to steal it. One hit must be spent to make the attempt. Um, or you can use combat tricks. Uh, as you are simply using this to Filch Fungi, 
I would say that you end up reaping an abundance of fungi from nice. the uh, base of this pit, including some that are still buried in the clay earth around here. So mm. this is when they're at their freshest, when most people would have to, you know, do some rooting around to find those truffles. In your case, your filch sorcery is able to not just harvest the ones that are protruding, but the ones that are just ready to come into their own. And so by the time you're done, your sled, which you were all too prepared prepared to launch into the distance, <laughs> Zaven, is now absolutely resplendent with glowing fungi. Mm. And a lovely fragrance with it. You can feel quite proud of yourself, Breen, because uh, that was an immense use of a one-dot sorcery. Thank you. Uh, Very yeah, good. No. So uh, Breen will look at Plunk and be like, so how do we carry these? Um, I'm going to pull like a, a tunic out of a bag mm -hmm. and tie up the the like edges into like a sack and say put them in this okay i'll put them in there these smell good i'm very happy with how many i got that's actually i, I didn't realize yes. there were that many down there i'm that impressed good. yes thank you i mean i, mean, you I didn't either as a story guide <laughs> until you got six hits um, <laughs> so are we so do we, do we need to pit anymore i don't think so Nope. I kick the slug into the pit. <laughs> Just kick it. <laughs> yeah, I hope that was more of a push with your foot than a kick with your toe, because this thing is made no, yeah. of granite. <laughs> no, no, pu yeah, push my foot is more of that. Yes. yes. Yeah, I also think that, like, we're doing that out of spite so that Fortress can't have their sled back. <laughs> yeah. Basically, yes, you are correct. You, you, have, you have ascertained my intent here. <laughs> it crashes into the pit, landing on top of all the other sleds that have been deposited here by people <laughs> exiled from Fortress. <laughs> All of, all of two. Yes. <laughs> the last ones were cartographers. They kept developing crude maps. Not They weren't bad <laughs> maps. They just had uh, curse words littered in all the margins. Oh, okay. oh is, that, is that not what my map is? I, I, I thought it had like, like... Your map just says bastard hole and you know, place, where, place where the jerks live. It's got like a rude doodle of some like, genitals on the side. Right, yeah. Oh, yes. Very middle-aged uh, monk illumination. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a really weird cat. Oh, I say there's a weird cat. Someone's riding what? a bug for some reason. I mean, that that's actually logical. That's just, that, that makes that's sense. That's what happens down like, here. What are you talking that's about? True. That's true. That's normal, Eddie. <laughs> oh, my God. It looks like someone is... Uh, you've spent long enough harvesting and depositing your sled now that someone else is making the journey in the other direction. This isn't mm. uncommon. Uh, mm. Again, during periods that aren't calm seasons, so such as now, the wandering season, uh, there are going to be people traversing the tunnels at any time. Uh, this one doesn't look like some kind of battered tower or indeed um, refugees from Opranath. Uh, this is a pretty tightly clad Antissia. Uh, one with legs, uh, for for your note, Breen. And that does admittedly help them jump uh, from <laughs> from platform to platform. Um, in fact, I'm going to wreck on that. They are not jumping from platform to platform. They have a puncheon. So an Antissia on the other side of the pit places a puncheon down from the edge, allows them to walk over as if a bridge, lifts it up, places it down again, calmly walks across, sees you, raises a hand in greeting, continues until I, finally getting to your side of the pit. Do you mind if we use that to walk across? Well, it's mine. 
Um, you... but, but greetings to you. <laughs> uh, do you mind Got... if we use it to walk across this one gap? I meant. I don't want oh. to step on it without your permission. Of course, of course. Feel free, feel free. Go, go safely. <laughs> Thank you, because our flat surface is at the bottom of the pit now for some reason. Where, where oh. are you coming from? Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm all the way from up above, you see, says mm. the Anticia with a big smile. Just making my way to Fortress. Uh, got some trade I wish to do uh, with them. They have terrible food there. Terrible food, is that right? I had mm. heard they had a wonderful uh, new kitchen that was set up. They uh, did, and the, then they decided that they have no taste and removed Because they were terrible. Kitchen. Yes. Here the kitchen go. was terrible. No. The kitchen was terrible. No, they have no taste, and they kicked the kitchen out. So now there's no kitchen there, and they have no good food anymore. So we're leaving. Oh, so you're the kitchen guild. Yes. Yes. Ah, I see. But how can you attest that their food is terrible if they've exiled you? It may have improved. No. Believe me, it was it was bad. We've we've been there for two seasons. We know what we're talking about. But if the food was yours, surely No, when our food was good, the rest of the food they eat is terrible. Mm, I we, see, I we see. We can't feed all of Fortress. There's only three of us. There are people who make food besides us, which granted people probably shouldn't because they're probably bad at it, but it does happen. Mm -hmm. I see. So what, what, were you uh, chefs for the Emperor or something? Yes. And oh the Emperor my. has no taste. Well, that is shocking. I'm not a, I'm not a food moth. Uh, I am a dealer in minerals, you see. Ooh. What kind of uh, mineral? Do you have any on you right now? Uh, yes. Why? Do you have ore with which to trade, or something else? He, uh, he does eye the bulging sack of fungi, which yeah. sounds more disgusting than it is. <laughs> Whatever. Um, that pack yeah. of mushrooms, man. Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> and says, uh, but he doesn't know what's in there. Well, mm -hmm. What's? Uh, what do you? What do you have to trade? Because I have some uh, chaos rocks. I even have some <gasps> deep stones from quite Ooh. far down that Ooh. made their way all the way to the Ooh. surface. Ooh. Um, well, ma, we have some fresh produce. Freshest around. Mm, well, I'm quite full. Oh, you mean for the road, as it were? Yes, yes, it would. It'll keep. Hmm. 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 Let me weigh that up. I could how give often? you a, a, yeah, a... Yes, yes. I was going to say, how often do you have uh, provisions that are prepared by the Kitchen Guild? That is true. I spend most of my time wandering, you see. I don't often spend time in a settlement, so uh, having the Kitchen Guild prepare anything for me would be a rare treat. He leans against the wall now, quite clearly deep in thought. Is this worth getting rid of any of my precious minerals for a good meal? And then he nods. Actually, it is. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh, been quite a long time since I had a good meal. Um... Well, uh, do we set up here? Do I watch you cook? Uh, I understand in some of the best guilds, we get to watch the kitchen cook. If you want to watch us, then that, uh, by all means. Uh, deep stone, then, for your trouble? I, I, I look at the others before I say a chaos rock? <laughs> I don't know which is better. 
but it I want a Chaos your, Rock. Yes, depends on one's affinity. Deep yeah. Stones are from uh, are very com- common in a place like Oracaster, because mm. that's close to the Abyss. Deep Stones, from a setting perspective, or from a mechanical perspective, I should say, ha- often bear abyssal qualities, draining qualities, uh, anesthetizing qualities. They're very good for surgeons, for that mm-hmm. reason, or for assassinations. If you hew it into some kind of weapon, chaos rocks tend to be a little more explosive than that, uh, and of course they can help a great deal in the attunement of chaotic sorceries. You can start use, getting enhancements to your uh, sorceries if you have a chaos rock with you, yeah, I, especially a good one. Yeah, I will nod at Plunk and just kind of like that's, that's that's fine with me if if that's what you would prefer to have. You know, I mean, Plunk is Plunk is obsessed with chaos mm. items so <laughs> is uh, zaven okay with that zaven's already started setting up the supplies okay so. okay i'm uh, already yeah. bored with this conversation yeah yeah okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you want something else to kick in the pit and this entity is looking very appealing it'll be this guy who isn't coming to answer soon <laughs> Listen, okay. the Chaos Rocks fetch a premium in Fortress. I know they're very stolid, but they do like a good Chaos Rock, and I don't think I really have it in me to exchange one, even no matter how wonderful your meal is, unless you have something else for me worth my while or time. A slightly used sled? <laughs> no, I don't need a sled. How no. about... Hmm. I could make... Do you have a map of this level? Mm. Maps are always useful. It's a bit mm. sweary. It's a bit sweary. <laughs> <laughs> mm, are we ready? Are off. we ready to give up our map? Though I have a chaos rock. It's a gleaming one. You could say it is fully untapped for a good map. I have a map of the lower levels where we're going, like tin. Well, now we're opening a different chain of barter, aren't we? Yes, we we are. Uh, I have a map of a level above, but... Uh, Nothing below. Yeah. No, I'm afraid not. I haven't been down there for quite some time. I've been all the way up. Okay. Hmm. I really want that chaos rock. Starts, um... He pulls the chaos rock out and starts throwing it up in the air and catching it. So I have chaos sense. Yes. Uh, so it it is as he says it is. Oh yeah, this is a good chaos rock. It mm. looks like it has barely been washed. It has been freshly carved from the ground and very healthy, very healthy indeed. Mm. Does one of those things where he rolls it down his forearm a little, jimmies <laughs> right. it up into the air, catches it out. <laughs> It doesn't start dribbling it between his legs or anything like that, but uh, it's... Hacky sack. Plays with it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, ho, ho! Boom! <laughs> right, um... it explodes. Um... <laughs> well, okay. Uh, one possibility is we could provide services uh, because not only are we with the Kitchen Guild, but also we're, we have survived by ourselves. Uh, uh, and are reasonably competent in protecting ourselves. So perhaps mm. we can go with you to where your final destination is, make sure nothing happens to you, and feed you along the way. He's going to Fortress. Well, yes, but, you know, bad things can happen between now and there. Then we just leave him at the gates of Fortress and 
go back to where we're going to go. I think that Brian is going to unobtrusively try to catch Plunk's attention and sort of do like a little bit of the same gesture she just did to use the filch action. <laughs> be like, uh, take take the deep rock. It's fine. We don't need the chaos stone. Okay. We'll we'll take <laughs> the deep rock then. Deep. Yes. Well, it's a fine choice. He regrettably or regretfully puts the chaos rock back in his knapsack. Pulls a shiny deep stone out, lovely flat, smooth rock, but it's not a chaos rock plunk, oh. it's not, nothing like it. Passes <laughs> passes it over to you. I'm sure you will spend many a happy hour with this. Plunk takes it, smiles, the the worst like approximation of a happy smile, because she's not really good <laughs> at like they're they're not good at anything social. Um <laughs> And it's just like, I'm sure we'll find some use for it. <laughs> we uh, well, the Antissia doesn't, or the Moth, uh, I should say, doesn't seem at all phased. Uh, probably is used to this kind of exchange. Okay, so you are cooking for them, so I would recommend one of you. Uh, I'll give whoever's doing an enhancement because they're being assisted by the team here. Uh, probably pr does something. You could you could choose. I think you could I, you could probably go for culture. You could go for medicine. You could go for science. What what are you thinking? For cooking? Yeah, or survival, yeah. of course. Who's gonna be the lead cook here? I, I have okay, good because I have a cooking spoon that is exceptional and chaos bound. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna get something you're gonna get something you know what it is but it's yeah it's, it, yes we call it umami yeah no i think i i, I think we said during character creation that you were kind of the main chef and eddie and i were like sous chefs, yeah, we're the sous chefs. yeah i think i'm gonna go with science on this science so this is going to be a deconstructed fungal salad Essentially, you know that this you want you want this Antissia moth to to see all the components, to be able to taste them individually. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. That this is more of a, an experiment on a plate than <laughs> a meal stodged together. Okay. Hmm. I like it. Uh, what are you pairing science with? Um, I'm gonna go with um. I think I'm going to go with intellect. Okay. Intellect. Just... That, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, and uh, you're using your chaos bound cooking spoon. Yes. Which is going to give you an enhancement because it's exquisite. Yes. Uh, you are also uh, going to gain a second enhancement because this is a team effort. Uh, Eddie okay. has already said that he was doing prep while you were doing trade. Yes. Okay. So. Okay. In fact, I'm I'm going to be so damn generous as to give you three enhancements here. A roll is scarcely worthwhile, but we'll try anyway because you might get no hits. Uh, because these are also damn good ingredients that Breen harvested. Okay. Uh, well, I got two hits on my roll. Excellent. Um, and so plus three more from the enhancements, so five hits altogether. Yeah, I would say that if you want to impose any kind of positive status effect on this moth, uh, you can do so. Uh, yeah. This isn't Let's... a direct, you know, buy, spend these hits on a trick that buys a positive status effect, but for five hits, I'd say sure. you can. Uh, okay, then let's... Uh, so, actually, what I would like to do... Um, 
is <laughs> I would like to uh, purchase. I, I I would like to use my extra hits. Mm -hmm. uh, what was what was how many extra hits do I have for this? You situation? got so you got. Uh, like what was I the would difficulty? I would suggest the difficulty on this would have been two. So you got three okay. extra hits. I got three extra hits. Okay. I would like to use those hits to essentially uh, buy it forward as enhancement on an influence action. Oh. Uh, you're you going to try it. Once, once it gets food coming, you're going to talk him into that chaos rock? Yes. <laughs> yes. So this is going to essentially. Awesome. And, and, now, and now the tip, sir. <laughs> it is the bill. Why does it say I owe you a chaos rock? <laughs> yes. Um, I'm I, happy I, to help with the persuasion afterward mm -hmm. uh, because yeah. that's something that I'm, I think, far better at than D is in this yeah. game. It, I'm so bad at it. Uh, so, so <laughs> yes, I, I really like this uh, setup because while Plunk is there sort of doing a uh, link in uh, Breath of the Wild uh, <laughs> mushroom <laughs> stew. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> <laughs> um, preparing the meal. Uh, Breen is the essentially cloth over her arm to approach and say, and mm -hmm. say, and how would Sir like to settle this meal? Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> and then I have a very say, large knife behind her. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, yeah, and you're the chef with the very right. tall hat in the background, looking glowering uh, with a cleaver. Chef Zeph. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and so in that case, the moth uh, sits down, uh, cross-legged, uh, enjoys the mushroom stew. Difficult to do in most cases because this is basically just mushrooms and some very rudimentary base ingredients. But the meal is a is a triumph. Number of hits you poured into this. Uh, this is uh, this is a damn good mushroom stew, and he's not shy about saying it. I think this may be the best medley of fungi that I have ever tasted. My well, the fortress were fools to dismiss you, he says, standing up, brushing yes, off a few mushroom saying. remnants. I'm glad we can hmm. convince you. I, if, if does your kitchen have a name? Uh, do, are you uh, planning on becoming a traveling community? Uh, if so, I will be quite happy to speak to the moths on your behalf. If we seek you out, it, it's good to have a name, you know, uh, so that people know that you're a safe group to uh, situate themselves with, uh, get fed, pay well. Uh, I could teach you a thing or two, perhaps, about trade. Um, we do have a name. It's... Somebody, anybody, quick. <laughs> Make a roll. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, yep, I'm going to count down, and then it's whatever someone blurts out. Five, four, no, no, three, no, 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 two, one. Master chefs. The, the master chefs. The master chefs. Oh. I like it. That's, that's fine. Oh. Yes, I'm sure that's uh, not trademarked. And so no, the moth... No. Not in the no. world below! <laughs> no, the, they were all wiped out in the catastrophe. We have they, destroyed we, our IP lawyers in the apocalypse. Yes, we're MasterChef <laughs> reimagined the Ronald D. Moore version. 
So, now Dragon Tensai, that will get us killed. <laughs> you could have said, uh, we're restaurant Super Dragon X Tensai Continuum Phantasma Calamity Clone Plus I, Alpha. I couldn't have said that. We, no. yeah, no, I was going to say, no. I couldn't have said that. No. I mean, conceptually, yes, but practically, no, we could not have said that because that's very long and complicated. <laughs> the Master Chefs. He nods. Mm, pretentious. Slightly arrogant. But, it's, but arrogance it's like draws... wrong. Well, exactly. Arrogance can draw in an exclusive clientele, can't it? Well, I thank you very much for filling my stomach in such a satisfactory way, but I must be moving on to Fortress. Wouldn't want to be caught out here in a chaos storm, would I? Hmm. Now, you were planning on persuading him, uh, and I appreciate we're winding down to the end of our first episode. You were planning on persuading him before he leaves to part ways with that glittering chaos rock. Yes. Yeah, um, I don't know exactly how I would probably word this, because uh, this is always my my, my worst uh, role-playing is when I'm trying to be persuasive to somebody. Uh, but essentially, I want to see if he would essentially, like, upgrade. Like, we'll give him back the Deep Stone. Yeah. If he'll give us the Chaos Rock instead, because, okay. yeah. As, as Eddie just said in chat, give us Rock, please. Give us rock. Uh, but, you know, with, with some charisma behind it. So some so something like, uh, I'm, we're so glad you enjoyed your meal so well. It would be a wonderful show of your appreciation if you could mm -hmm. consider again trading that chaos rock. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I will let, I'll put those words in your mouth, but you still need to make a roll. Uh, so let's go for a persuasion and manipulation. Mm -hmm. uh, you you could use presence because the food was overwhelming in a good way, and I'm going to grant you two hits or two enhancement already because of the quality of the meal. Ooh. So all plus you really my, need oh, plus sorry. my plus my like forward, forward uh, mm -hmm. movement. Yes, oh, indeed. Luckily, I got a hit. So. Well, that's that's what you needed before he just laughed in your face. <laughs> I mean, you've got five momentum at this point because no one has failed, uh, so you could have just kept re-rolling. True, uh, true. Or, 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 yes. But uh, regardless, regardless, with the number of hits you achieve, Cox's head thinks, I really can't put a value on a superb meal. So, Master Chefs, if I can have my Deep Stone back, you can have your Chaos Rock. Gladly. Acceptable. He pans the uh, Chaos Rock in the direction of Breen, because, of course, Breen's the one who's just been doing the negotiating. Does Punk just snatch it away? I, I, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, yes, I have no composure. <laughs> yes, I'm afraid Breen's not authorised to operate the till yet, sir. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh. Nobody trusts me because of all the larceny. Yeah. <laughs> well, we know why, because you were talking about robbing this poor merchant. And... I mean, that was my secondary plan. Oh, no, that was, my, that was my first plan, actually. Yes, that was, that was plan A. I mean, it's yes. Plan B superseded plan A, thankfully. And so the moth <laughs> bids you a firm farewell and says, oh, and in case you ever need to uh, seek out the moths again uh, and need to cite my name, uh, my name is Worm in the River Mouth. I know it's a bit of a mouthful. You can just call me Worm, but there are many <laughs> called Worm in this place. Oh yes, it's a very common name. I'm I'm mm. I'm Breen. 
Breen, what a wonderful name. You must be positively superhuman, maybe even sent down from above. I can tell you that uh, I'm not corrupt. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike the president of the bank. Yeah. <laughs> well, isn't they, that corrupt? Yes, one of them in the river mouth heads off into the direction of Fortress, leaving you roughly where you were before. And I'm going to give you one additional bonus here. Worm in the River Mouth is so overwhelmed by the quality of the meal and with your charm that he has just left his puncheon, his duckboard, basically, leaning up against the wall and just walked off without it. Which so? we don't notice till he's far out of range, obviously. Oh no, yeah. Wait, come on. Oh. oh no. <laughs> we just Wait, this no. Thing. No, come you, back. you left your Don't go. I kick it a bit. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> if he Seven. can't have it, no one can. Hades <laughs> Justice. Stop. Stop kicking everything into the pit. We're going to kick you in the pit. Kick me into the pit. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and th this is where we will Aww. conclude our first session as well. As much as I'm in very much enjoying it, uh, I know we have a limited time, uh, and so we will return at another juncture to record again. But thank you all so much for playing. Uh, so thank you very much, Dixie. And if people want to find out about you and Breen, where would they go? Uh, they can find me on our Discord and pretty much everywhere as Dixie Cyanide. Uh, definitely check out the World Below's crowdfunding campaign that is either going on or upcoming. Lovely. And uh, upcoming. Dan Danielle, if people Ooh, wanted to... Uh, time. Uh, you can no, you find... went up in the ranks during Ooh. the session. It was really dramatic seeing the, uh, <laughs> the listener votes come in. Uh, <laughs> it, it really distracted me from running the game, I'm afraid. You might have been able to tell. So, if people want to find out about you and Plunk, where would they go? Uh, I am on the OPP Discord, and I am in most places at Impernius. Lovely. And Eddie, how about you and Zaven? Uh, uh, like my colleagues, you can find me on the Onyx Path Discord, where I'm usually uh, talking about superhero colors and how it relates to Megatron specifically, apparently. That's the current conversation. <laughs> Um, uh, but otherwise, you can find me most anywhere at Pugsteady. Lovely. And they can find me if they want to speak to me about uh, the world below, about Worm in the River Mouth, or any other thing that we have uh, covered in this episode. You can find me on the Onyx Path Discord, or on Twitter, at DawkinsMP, or MatthewDawkins.com. All that said, thank you very much for listening. Many worlds, one path cast.